folks, it's DM here. Welcome to the second episode of Ox to Be Revolution. This bumper edition features coverage of Bristol's epic 3-3 draw with Reading on Women's Football Weekend, as well as chats and chants from the 5-0 defeat to Man City. Many thanks to all the people who contributed to the podcast, but especially to the Bristol City Women's Supports Club for helping bring the fans together in a positive and energising way. Hope you enjoy! Hi, so I'm here with Rich and Shahan from the Bristol City Women's um, Supporters Club. Is it unofficial or like? It's sort of unofficial, yeah. I mean, it's not endorsed by the club. Well, end of last season, I mean, we had um, we'd, we'd had a we'd sat, we'd been standing with a group for the last uh, season and a bit, and um, thought we'd get something sort of official or semi-official in place, um, so that we could organise meetups and uh, sort of songs that we'd sing and etc. What's your hope for the, the kind of the future of the support club? Well, to growing members. I mean, we've all we've on we're on Facebook and Twitter, and we've got um, I think we've got fifty odd members on Facebook, and another hundred or about hundred and twenty on Twitter. So to get increased numbers, and um, we've we've even got um, we've even got managers and players. Uh, follow us as well on Twitter, which is good. Well, like the present manager. Um, no, we we've got. Um, We've got Mark Sampson follows us. Chris Roberts follows us. Mm-hmm. That's the goalkeeper. The coach. that's the uh, no the old assistant manager to um, Willie Kirk, oh, right, okay, who's now so at Everton. What do I know? Um, so um, <laughs> then we've got a few few other play, few other ex players. Um, Corinne Yorston. Oh, the legend. Yeah, Corinne Yorston follows us. So well, yeah, one, it's, of the, one of the things I'd really love to do in this podcast is where is Corinne Yorston now, and just to do a, an interview with Corinne Yorston to talk to her about what she's doing and to talk about her time at Bristol. So I just always loved watching her play. She's such a great energy and great passion on the pitch. Did you enjoy Corin as a player? I didn't see much of her to be fair because I only started in the 2015 season. Oh really? So okay. um, I got to say I think I saw her at the tail end of her, uh, her time at the Vixens. Yeah. Okay. But she was she was great. But that's um, so I'm putting a shout out to Corin to uh, to you know come and come and do an interview and talk to us. Um, so and I, one of the things I really love about what you're doing with the Twitter account, and it's probably on Facebook as well, is the on this fixing on this day and documenting the club's history. And I just really appreciate that because I think the history of the club is really important, but it is quite fragmented because of its complex, you know, trajectory. So could you talk a bit more about what you're doing with that? Yeah, what I started doing um, is was I documented every single result from the Rovers days in '98 to uh, to the academy and the current. So I've almost documented every single result and dated and I put the date as, as well so we know on each day what there is what what the score was so then we can yeah. we can share that on the um on the on the social media platforms yeah and so what I've also done is um I've also I've also got an interview lined up with Dave Edmondson mm-hmm. who was the manager um when they when we when we beat Barcelona yeah and also the first ever goal scorer uh, for Bristol Rovers yeah. in that game, the first game in 1998, Emma Emma Reeks May, she's also agreed to an interview. That's fantastic. That's so good. It's it's the kind of thing that I think is so important, particularly for the identity of, of the club. And I think just because we, you know, I think we struggle a little bit, don't we, about you know who we are. And I, feel, I personally feel very attached to the Bristol Academy days because I that's when I started watching them, and and then we had the name change quite suddenly last year, and it's. Um, yeah, it's good to be able to document that history and I think celebrate it because there were some. We've had some fantastic players, some great results, and yeah, it would be just great if we could start putting things together a bit more and, you know, yeah, telling our own stories a bit. Yeah, it's good to. It is really good to have an identity. I mean, I was a bit disappointed with the with the name change to the Robins, but you can understand why they did it. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah. 
no, I agree. I, <coughs> I, I agree. I also I understand why they did it, but it was a bit it was a bit of a shame, I think. And I really like the. I think you had a flag last year. The supporters club had a flag made with the, all the badges. Yes, that's that's correct. Yes. Yeah, we've still got that. Yeah. It's lovely. I think it's a really lovely flag, and I, yeah, I just hope. Hope you, you know, fly it more because sure. it's, it's wonderful. I mean, it probably need updating because, yes, there's yet another badge in the house, so yeah, uh, it's okay. You know, yeah. Yes, it's, it's we'll great. get around to that sometime. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's a lovely flag. Yeah, so how do you feel about the um, the season so far? Well, it's it's not gone to plan. I mean, um, the, the trouble is, we've we've lost yeah. the players we've lost, we haven't replaced. We knew we knew we needed a striker, that really hasn't happen there's too much too much reliance on on ebony yeah and i think i think the, i think the real difference between last season and this season was julie beesman's mm. i think she she was phenomenal yeah. and we did i mean almost we i mean we, she's almost irreplaceable mm. and uh, yeah we've the midfield struggled to, to click yeah i think that's 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 been the problem yeah no totally yeah yeah i'm just hoping that you know the momentum kind of at some point there'll be a momentum clicks into gear in the season and that we'll have a run of at least a few good results that could helpfully you know make sure we don't get relegated because uh, last year we obviously had that very uh, big quick start to the season and doing very well and it tailed off so maybe the the rhythm will be different this time but we'll have to see uh, yeah we've got two very important games in december i mean we've got these this run of three where we've got red in today Ars, um, Man City and Arsenal and then we've got um, West Ham and Birmingham and they're the, they're the two big ones for me yeah, that yeah. are on our sort of on our level yeah. but we really need to get results from those two yeah totally I agree and um, if people want to find the Bristol City Supporters Club can you give us your social media URLs sure uh, so the Facebook group uh, is called uh, Bristol City Women's Supporters Club mm-hmm. and the Twitter handle is at BCWFC underscore SC. Hi, my name is Shahan. Um, I've been a member of the Supporters Club since the end of the 2018-2019 season. I've been following um, Bristol City as they are now, on and off for the last few years. I only went to one game uh, at Ashton Gate when they were in the Women's Champions League several years ago. And I went to the Spring Series a few years ago. And I've been meaning to follow them again since, but I only went to one game last season, which was the last game of the season against West Ham. And then I joined uh, in a few supporters who were singing along because I, I felt that the game needed some more atmosphere. So I ended up joining the songs that they were singing and I got invited to join the supporters club. And due to getting myself well known within the supporters club, I've ended up being an unofficial social media manager. So a lot of the tweets we do and a lot of the Facebook posts are for myself. And did you do the graphic design for the logo? Yes, I did. I, it was myself. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. There was no, there wasn't an official logo as such. So I thought I'd just create one myself. After an exhilarating three-three draw with amazing goals from Charlie Wellings, Yana Daniels, and Ebony Salmon, I had a quick chat with Gemma Evans' dad before Nat and I went to the car, had a chat, and then drove home. What do you think? What did you think of the performance? Um, First goal, should I imagine? But uh, I think Bristol had given two sloppy goals in the first half. They could uh, win. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Yeah. What's it like watching watching your daughter play? Nerve-wracking. Yeah. Mm. She was great today, though. Yeah, she had a good game. Yeah, better second half than the first half. But yeah, she played well. They all played well. How does, yeah. it, how does it? How do the nerves manifest? You know, what do? Oh, just use experience watching her. Yeah. Uh, if you're sick or. You know. Oh, she just shouted a lot. 
happened with that. <laughs> you do feel very proud as well. Yes, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. That's very good. Very exciting. <laughs> there we go. That's a point anyway, isn't it? Yeah, lovely point. Fantastic. Great performance. Thank you. My goodness, oh. Women's Football Weekend. What an amazing, an amazing, an amazing, amazing performance from Bristol City today. That was incredible. Oh, just still, um, still coming, coming down from it. Really, it was a real, it was a real fighting performance. Yeah, to have conceded too so quickly and, well, not not quickly, but in such quick succession, I thought we were going to get absolutely killed by them because they looked really strong. And they were really attacking a lot in the first kind of 25 minutes. But um, I just, um, we started to look like we were going to have some chances. Those balls in behind to Abby Harrison and Ebony Salmon looked like they were going to pay off. And then to get a goal back in such amazing style was absolutely incredible. So I, I kind of, I think that gave everybody a bit of hope, not just that we could get a scrappy goal, but we could actually play some good football. And that was probably some of the best football I've seen Bristol City play. This certainly, certainly this season. This season definitely it's the best it's yes. the best football. I had flashes of the best football from last season when they were working together, everybody knew what they were doing. There was a, a real um threat from the break from the yeah, on the counter attack and then yeah, amazing defending and yeah, it was great. It was really, really good. And obviously the defending for the three goals could have been better, but to go two 0 down and then to tighten it up in such a way and actually the last they scored, Reading scored really, really early on in the second half, but after that, you just, you got a feeling. Bristol were just throwing everything in front of the, in front of the shots. They were ganging up on Reading players, and actually the only times that Reading got in in that second half was when, what I thought was when they were massively offside and they yeah. were really bad decisions. So <clears throat> It'll be I interesting actually, to see if the first goals were actually onside or not, because... They looked, that's how know. they were playing. They were playing on the shoulder and it got them two goals early on, but it looked it looked so much like they were offside in the second half, being where, where we were sat. You could see the line really well yeah. and it just looked as though they were offside an awful lot and it, it, looked, it was a shame they were being missed. But um, yeah, they were employing a similar tactic to what we were employing with Salmon and Harrison and then later Salmon and whoever it was that came on for Harrison. Um, <clears throat> Yana Daniels. Yana Daniels. And yeah, Yana Daniels came on, was absolutely brilliant. She was really, she was really strong. Superb. Fighting. Carla Humphreys had the best game that I've seen her play in. Oh yeah, she was great. Prop, maybe forever. Yeah. She was, uh, she looked a bit weak at the beginning and then she just seemed to get this strength. Mm. She was really strong on the ball. Some of the balls she played out. Yeah. She used her time on the ball really, really well. And I think she might need to just work on when she's not got time on the ball. Mm. But when she's got an extra split second, some of her passing was yeah. amazing. And she intercepted a lot of Reading passes as well. Yeah. So she managed to start a lot of counter-attacks. And because she's got such a good pass, her her you know, her breaking up the play and then creating an excellent opportunity from it was, was just amazing to see today. Yeah, <clears throat> Megan Sargent. I mean, it's hard to pick out individuals, but they were some great performances Megan Sargent was fantastic in the back and Gemma, they were all really Gemma Evans was fantastic they were all brilliant Frankie Brown all the substitutes everybody everybody who came on was just amazing um, it was just wonderful it was probably yeah it was certainly the best we've seen that particular Bristol City side so best this season and we've got a really hard couple of, couple games. of games so hopefully yeah. that will give everyone a little bit of confidence confidence because actually we're a really really good team yeah and we've got we've actually got strength 
everywhere we just need to we need to remember that and and play play that well every time uh yeah if we can play like that against against people we can certainly pick up more than a point yes definitely definitely no it was, it was wonderful and a big up to the bristol city supporters club as well we were we were fantastic i have to say our singing was brilliant throughout it was a real togetherness and it was good fun it was really good fun i had i had an excellent time i love you know i love singing at football matches Absolutely. and it was really really fun to sing with people who would join in and we had a great time and actually towards the second half the some of the reading fans started to get quite noisy as well didn't they so it was quite a good fun good atmosphere where everybody was having a good sing song yeah and, uh, everyone was having a good shout at one another in a Mm-hmm. friendly way in a friendly way but yeah. i think i think we were you That's know our presence was felt in the in the in the stadium so it was you know we were there and we were you know we were, we were fighting fighting with them yeah absolutely on the pitch yeah, it was wonderful so fantastic very very happy women's football weekend great Brilliant. day out a great day out thank you reading in- great hosts yeah wonderful <laughs> Hi, this is Shahan from the Bristol City Women's Supporters Club and you're listening to the Oxtoby Revolution podcast. Hi, my name's Kate and I'm here with my daughter Eva today. So this is our first game watching Bristol City Women's. Um, really looking forward to it, really excited. Um, she's in one of the youngest teams in the country for an all-girls team. She's in like Horsehead Under 7s. Um, and that's the youngest all-girls team, um, or one of the youngest all-girls team in the country. So this is really, we've come today to try and inspire her, to try and make her want to do well at football and, yeah, see what the women's game's all about. Are you excited about watching Bristol play today? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I hear you're a bit of a fan of Alex Scott on Strictly. Yeah. So what, what do you like about Alex Scott? Uh, she's good for a lot. She's a she's a great footballer, isn't she? Yeah. And yourself, where do you play on the pitch with the with the with the football for your for your team? What's your favourite position? Don't know yet. Well, you're very young, aren't you? So, I, mean, I you think I think I think small, we'll, well, yeah. Well, 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 she's left-footed, so that's always a good. Right. That's always going to be in demand, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think I think, I think I think you play on the wing, don't you? You're left wing, aren't you, Eva? Predominantly at the moment, but at the moment it's so they're so young. You yeah. know, it'll change. But yeah, so left wing, I think, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed, we'll see you. Um, you yeah. know, crystal colours in the future. Definitely, hopefully. And there's you loads of like camps and stuff that you can do for the young, you know, for the young ones. Well. Yeah, you can oh, actually awesome. get training with the, with the players, which is fantastic. Cool. So, oh, awesome. Oh, wow. That'd so, be cool, wouldn't it, Eva? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy the game. Thank you very much. Thank you. And it's to you, Katie Robinson. Best of any more than you would know. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you feeling after hanging out with Laura Bassett again? Oh, just best friends reunited. It's a pretty special moment. She couldn't remember me though. No, well describe what happened when you first met Laura Bassett. First time I met Laura Bassett, I was in Trowel Services, which I think is on the M6. And um, I just go into the bathroom and I come out of the toilet and they're washing their hands together, are Rachel Yankee and Laura Bassett. And I just give a big scream and uh, tell them how excited I am. And then they... Uh, that, that actually happened, Laura Bassett was... Laura Bassett can't you. remember at all. 
just can't remember it happening so but it did it definitely did uh, but it's alright I've been talking with my friend about it it's, she's an elite athlete and you have to compartmentalise these things alright hey is that big Jeff at Stoke Gifford Stadium uh, this is my first time up, up, up here yeah sort of thing so did you go to the you went to the match at Ashton Gate in fact, yes I, think I saw you yeah yeah, yeah we saw, saw you outside and uh, um, I think that I've started to come stuff like I wanted to come to actually more of the matches. Yeah. And I realised that, especially with using Google, with using Google Maps, I can actually find where the place is. And I realised that it's only like about like a ten-minute walk from like Parkway Station. Yeah. Sort of thing, really. Yeah. Plus, also, I mean, I must admit that today my my support worker gave me a lift up here. Yeah. Um, it's really lucky to be honest because she knows this area like the back of her hand sort of thing. Yeah, it is quite difficult to get to I think if you don't have a car. Yeah. yeah that is, yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, I'd definitely like to come to more to more matches I think. What are you most excited about today? Um, I'm really excited about obviously we're playing against, you know, a really, uh, really top class is time in Man side of Man City. So they've got like England internationals in their squad. Um, as well as I think, I think they've got a few other internationals in there, sort of thing. So I'm just like, just seeing how City fair, how, how Bristol City fair up against the Man City players, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, because it's going it's to be a challenge. Yeah, it will be. It will be. You know, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping just for a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Beverly Salmon. Beverly Salmon. Beverly Salmon. Chris, come from Brad Bradley Stoke, living in Bradley Stoke. Um, I remember bumping into you at Yeovil last year. Oh yes, year. yeah, we um, did. Yeah. You, you had loads of good ideas about getting the. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, we've we've got the uh, we've got the uh, supporters club going now. It's going really well and seems to be improving every time, you know. So. Yeah, well, each yeah. match better yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, we're getting the atmosphere. The attendances are going up, so it's looking looking very good. And what's your hopes for today in terms of what can we reasonably expect Bristol to achieve? The draw will be good. Yeah. The draw will be satisfactory and um, I think it'll be a defending game and um, yeah, clean sheet will be nice. So um, yeah, we can go over a draw. Only have to allow um, Howden to score. Yeah, I think, like I said before, I mean, there's a lot of the England players in that Man City side and England, they've played lesser teams and they've come up short in the last couple of months, so mm -hmm. I think they're there for the taking, to be yeah. honest. It can, can be done, quite, quite possibly, yeah. I think it will help, because last year we got quite a good result against them. I think they will they'll have that in their heads, won't they? Yeah, yeah, we, got, we, we, we took two points off from last year. We got a good result in Manchester, so... Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, they've got in them. If they, if they try, I think it's possible. It's quite possible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's hope there's no funny celebrations from Adam White today. No, if we can keep her quiet, yeah. That would be lovely, wouldn't Tied it? Tied to the goalpost and uh, keep her quiet, I think, yeah. Yana, 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 Daniel, yana, 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 Daniel, slow, slow. Blow, 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 blow,
I am David Can uh, from uh, in the supporters club and and stuff. And yeah, uh, I didn't done, used to do a few match reports when the friendlies about five years ago, which was was good. It was a good experience. And yeah, I feel like we had a feel like we had a, a solid first half. Sure, okay, we're one down, but I mean, playing playing against City. I felt like there were there were some opportunities there where it looked like we might counter. We were relatively solid. Um, they, they took their goal well, but yeah, that doesn't feel too bad at all. It feels like we're we're set up to, you know, stay stay, stay in this game. It's, it's the sort of performance that that has you sort of on the sidelines feeling hopeful rather than feeling frustrated. I think that I, while obviously the result is a big thing, like that is a massive massive thing just in terms of the confidence of the side. Like yeah. how you're able to feel about coming away from from a match like whether or not we gave that one a good go and at the moment we're, we're doing that so yeah we're still in it we're totally in it absolutely come on come on bristol go on bristol she comes all the way from belgium justine she comes all the way from belgium justine whoa super color humphrey whoa we've changed our singing whoa bristol's going all the way thoughts on the game? Uh, I think they, they, they switched off in the last 10 minutes and would have been happy at 2-0. I think that was a bit fairer. I think in the day we got punished. Um, not much you can do there really. Yeah. Um, it's looking good though. I think we're improving. I mean, it's no what's name losing to Man City. So yeah, I think the end of the day they just switched off. Yeah, yeah. The, the last 10 minutes were yeah, quite brutal, yeah. weren't they? In terms they of... just got punished. For, I think they just lacked, they lost concentration, they had to focus for 90 minutes and just, just switched off, basically. I think the third goal seemed to knock the stuffing out. Yeah, them, yeah, it? that was it then. That was the icing on the cake, the third goal. It's Yeah, totally. And the last couple of goals were just very good. Yeah, hits, they, were, they, they? they were very good, very good goals. They were textbook stuff at the end there. Man I mean, City just very good. Yeah, there's, there's no shame in losing to Man City. No, no. I mean, they're, they're, they're the teams that are going to punish you. They're, they're not the teams that you should beat. Mm. And the teams that we should beat are coming up in December. So yeah. hopefully we can push on from here. But yeah. I'll be proud of them today. Very proud of them. Oh, I'll talk to a Man City fan. Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy it? Do you, yeah. enjoy, do you enjoy your match? Yeah, yeah, no, brilliant. Nice trip to Bristol. Yeah. I mean, yeah, quite easy getting down here, so I just yeah. hope it's easy getting back. <laughs> yeah, hope you have a safe journey. But yeah. what was your highlight from, from today? The scarline, really. Yeah. The scarline was yeah. a very different scarline to what we've had before. So, mm -hmm. no, scarline was brilliant for us, brilliant for us just got in for Bristol, really. So. Yeah, oh, thank you. But, That's very nice. I don't think we deserve that, you know, personally, but. I don't think it was a 5-0 oh, game. It was, it was, it was, it was one that we were just... towards the end. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. 1-0 for a long time, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, you know, 3-0 might have been, been a yeah. fair one. Yeah. So, so the first half, you kind of, you know, you pressured us and type of thing, but obviously the second half, I think, when they get into that routine of scarring, it's, yeah. it's hard to kind of stop, and I, I think that's just what happened, was we got in that like that run and Bristol struggled with that a little bit so yeah. but I'd have, I'd have probably expected a 2 or 3 nil. Yeah. didn't expect the 5-0 no, so no. but yeah it was, it was a good game and Bristol did really well so you've got to give them credit yeah plenty of credit so Bristol have just lost was it 5-0 5-0 5, -nil? five, -nil. five, -nil. five -nil against Manchester City how was how was it for you Nat oh it just didn't feel like 5-0 they had the ball all the time, but I think we were expecting that, and it looked a bit more like a kind of classic 
uh, last season performance from Bristol, but the only difference was that we conceded loads instead of defending really, really well and then uh, not conceded any. Um, yeah, it was just a bit of a shame, really. Mm. The first couple of goals were good. There was one that was a bit of a disappointment, but I think it's quite, yeah, it's quite annoying for them to have got to five. At one one nil at half time, you felt like we were still in it. Ebony Salmon had a couple of good chances for her, yeah. like I mean, chances that only really she could have got herself into because she's so quick. But um, still, I think yeah, if we'd have got one of them earlier on, it might have been a bit of a different story. But um, mm. didn't feel like five nil. Felt like we played really well and um, defended really well, but we can't have. It was five nil. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? And yeah. I don't know. It's, it's. It felt like we were containing them, but as you say, we lost. We we lost five five nil, and I wonder if it's just because of the quality that Man City have, like all over the pitch, that they can, you know, they've got players who can score amazing goals, like Caroline Weir. She scored, didn't she? Yeah, they've got different types of goal scorers as well. So they've got people like Caroline Weir who can score, you know, score from outside the box. They've got. Lots of people who can score from inside the box. Ellen White's on really good form. She's more of a poacher these days, and um, they just they just have lots of they have lots of ways of scoring, and they have um, although Bristol stayed really like tight and compact, and they seemed to be defending really well. There was still Man City just had loads of ways of um, breaking down the defence eventually. So. Um, yeah, they've just—they're amazing all over the pitch. They're not unbeatable, but they're certainly more than capable of beating us. Yeah, and and we. I think it's harder for us at home in these kinds of matches sometimes because we're not great at taking the initiative at home or controlling the game in a very proactive way at home. It feels no, we didn't—we didn't really control the game at all. Um, I think Ebony Salmon and um, actually, I feel like. I feel like we had a strategy. It just didn't quite, just didn't quite work today. I can understand the approach. Um, there was loads of good defending happening today, and loads of really good times when they turned defence into attack. Yana Daniels, Flo Allen, um, Olivia Chance—they were all kind of stealing the ball and trying to turn it over. We just didn't quite. We just weren't quite able to do it. Possibly if we'd have had Ebony Salmon on during the first half. There might have been a few other occasions where we could turn the ball over and turn that into a, an attacking opportunity, but yeah, it seems that that kind of that ball to her when we're defending so deep, that ball to her seems to be our only real outlet. Maybe if we'd have been playing like her and Robinson as a more of attack-minded, mm-hmm. maybe we would have had a couple more chances. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, yeah, we didn't. We had to kind of we had to focus on defending. And I felt like any time that we came out of defensive mode, we were maybe leaving ourselves a little bit vulnerable. So, yeah, yeah. In terms of that ball up from the back with Ebony just releasing Ebony, that was the looked like the, the strategy last week as well. That's kind of it's she's really, our most potent we- weapon at the moment. It's really effective though. Like she can score, you know, one on one. She can beat two defenders and still score you know she nearly did it today yeah um and has the composure as well to pick to pick out um, yeah charlie wellings who's i think that's turning into quite a nice little link up wellings wellings like there was an amazing opportunity where ebony salmon had run onto the ball on in the right channel and managed to find wellings despite 
there being four or five Man City defenders in the box, the fact that she picked her out, and it was just a bit of a shame that that didn't work out. So we weren't totally devoid of chances. We had no. quite a few um, shots deflected. Um, there were a couple of saved shots. So we had quite a few corners as well. So it wasn't it wasn't mm. a to- it wasn't a totally one sided game. Definitely possession wise, it was totally one sided. But against really good sides, we don't actually we don't play possession football we play that more kind of counter-attacking football in those circumstances and there were lots of occasions where we defended really really well and counter-attacked really well it just didn't work today no and if you compare it to say our conversation after the Chelsea match when we also you know got whipped by an exceptionally good side it's a completely different performance and different different vibe isn't it absolutely yeah so the the game at Reading was an, an example of where we defended pretty well and and counter-attacked really well and it came out three all so today it just didn't work i think that's ebony Savin's parents there. is it yeah i think she talks to them after the game oh yeah. so yeah we're just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a moment well, they're, um, they're great yeah great parents yeah thank you thank, <laughs> thank you. you thank you gift to the world yeah you gave a brilliant uh, gift to the football world thank you so much <laughs> for making this season might drive past them and ask bad to pick people out and I don't want to necessarily single out somebody player out player out player of the match for, for Bristol if you're going to say or standout performances for you um Yana that was one of the, her best games that I've seen yep Yana Daniels um defensively she she's getting she's becoming increasingly um strong and channeling her natural aggression mm-hmm. in a really useful way um and she's very versatile isn't she yeah yeah yeah. that's the thing she can be really like today i think she had to be a lot more defense minded but actually can can do quite a lot going forward i think um i thought flo was great flo allen was excellent and yana daniels and flo allen together that worked really really well that was really good so jazz played really well some of the um distribution from the back was really good yeah i mean jazz jazz was playing some really good balls out and she like jazz can actually play it wasn't consistently good, but she played a few really great balls, especially in the second half to Salmon. Yeah. She played some really good balls out, which which could have turned in. They tur- they turned into opportunities. They weren't taken, but they were definitely yeah. They were definitely there for a bit. Love to see that from her. So keep it keep it up, Jazz. And um, yeah, yeah. And um, okay, so yeah, that's that's our little chat over. Lovely. And um, oh, any. Other big big highlight for me was was Big Jeff as well. Oh yeah, lovely to see lovely to see Jeff. His big Jeff ever. Stoke Gifford game. So yeah, hope Big Jeff comes back. That was it was lovely to see him. Yeah, and big up to the Bristol City Women's Supporters Club. We were fantastic, really loud, and apparently got a shout out on the BBC. That's it for the second episode of Oxford Revolution. I hope you've enjoyed it. The next episode will cover Bristol's absolutely massive game at Stoke Gifford against Birmingham on Sunday the 8th of December. We need your voice and support, so make sure you come down. We'll also be launching our new feature on the podcast, Vixens in Disguise, profiling Birmingham's ex-Bristol players. And who knows, perhaps an interview with a player from the past, the present or the future. See you later.